0: Uh, tonight we want to talk about missions, um, and so i 'm excited you 're here uh, and you know one of the things I love about being here at Solid Rock is as a um, as a group of missions leaders that are stepping up and planning out uh, what we 're doing and, and where we 're heading um, there 's not a lot of teaching that necessarily has to be done on missions. Because uh, our lead pastor, Jason, and and even our elders and leaders, um, it's emphasized here on a weekly and monthly basis. And so you hear Jason, I know, intentionally um, talk about this topic. And um, so tonight, I know you're probably used to teaching on Wednesday nights and and, uh, different things coming in. And um, I want to run through a a few scriptures that really um, kind of springboard us uh, as as missions here at Solid Rock. But ultimately, I really want to take time and share with you What's going on at Solid Rock with missions? I want you guys to walk out of here knowing what the plans are. What are we doing this year? What are our long term plans? Uh, I want you to be fully informed because missions is not just about us and uh, coming up as a small group of team people, and uh, you'll hear me mention some of their names. Missions is about us as a team, Solid Rock as a team. Um, You know, we are the missions team. You are. Um, The missions team. And so I want to say that now and you may hear me say it a few times because I want to stress that point is when I'm saying we as a missions team, I don't want you to think that's we as a group of us that meet once a month or a group of us that you hear come up and talk about things. It's we as Solid Rock Church. It's something that God very clearly has called believers to is to spreading the gospel that we received. And so that's your job. That's our job as a team. And so I really want to start with that tonight. Um, and let you know the importance that this is you, um, this is your involvement, and this is what we're doing as a church. Uh, I really, really am excited about seeing you guys get digging into what's going on and what's going to be happening this year. Um, if you have your uh, Bibles, uh, you can turn to Galatians chapter 1. Uh, like I said, I want to read a few scriptures, and, and I really just want to spend time pointing out a few things that that really impact um, what you're going to hear later. Our goals, our plans, where we're going, what we're doing. Um, you know, all that is, is, comes from somewhere. And it comes from this, this passion to share the gospel that we've received. And so uh, Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. I'm going to read through these for you real quick. And I want you to follow along. And there's a few of these I'm going to kind of pull out and, and briefly uh, just kind of accent for you. And you can underline, highlight. I'd encourage you um, for the ones we're going to spotlight. But let's start here in, in verse 1. Paul To the one you received, let him be accursed. In the verses 10 and 11, as we wrap up here, For I am now seeking, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I am still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. And so... There's a lot that drives what we're doing as Solid Rock Missions, and there's a lot in those scriptures that really pull out and, and that really impact um, what you're going to hear. And one of those is the uh, verse 4. That's one that underline it, highlight it, memorize it. This verse, um, This verse drives the gospel that we're doing, the gospel that we're sharing. It's the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father. That is the springboard for everything that happens. We are sharing that gospel and it delivers us from the present evil age. That's every day is our present, right? It doesn't, it's good every day. That's what we're here sharing to people who don't know it. Um, And so you're going to hear a lot of opportunities coming up and that's where that drives from. And, um, you know, if you look at verses 6 and 7, I'd encourage you also to know, you know, you'll hear we talk about length of time and commitment, um, you know, when we get through talking here in a second about uh, Philippines and Flint and different things going on, you'll hear me say that we are committing for a length of time. Um, a, a lot of that drives from different things in 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 the verse, in the scriptures, convictions we have. Um, but one of them is right here. It's in verse 6 and 7. It says, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but... There are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel. Um, and one of the things behind that is we don't want to go somewhere and pick up and go somewhere different and then go somewhere different. We want to establish a long-term relationship, and you're going to hear that, um, because we want to be able to come back, and we want to be able to make sure that after we leave, we're doing everything we can to make sure there's no one coming in distorting the gospel that we're able to share. And so, um, you know, with the plans and goals we have, we're doing links of commitments to different places. We want to make sure, and even when we're leaving, that we're setting things up. And, and you get, I'm excited you get to hear about that um, and, and what we're doing in place for that. And, and finally, the last thing I'll pull out in Scripture, and then I, I want to work through what we're doing and, and our goals. Um, verses 10 and 11, I love, um, says, for, now I am, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. Um, as we sit down and as a church, as we collectively serve in missions, and as we go to these different areas and we're spreading this gospel, I need, to know, I need you to know and grasp how important it is. This gospel we're sharing is not man's gospel. It's not a gospel that came from anyone else. It's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's our Savior that we accepted and stepped into. We are sharing that same gospel with someone else. Um, and it's not, we don't want to be men pleasers. And so, um, you know, when I introduce you to uh, what we call the missions team, maybe we should change that to um, missions leaders or something, you know, um, because we are the missions team. But when we, when we talk about these guys, when we sit and meet and talk about what we're doing and pray through what God ultimately is calling um, for us to set up and goals we're, we're living out, we want to make sure we're not doing things to please men. And I need you to hear that and know that. We're not doing things um, so that we can someone can look at it and go, wow, look at what a great thing they're doing. We're doing things so that someone can look at it and say, look at what Christ is doing in changing lives in this area. Look at what Christ is doing in Michigan or in the Philippines. And It's what Christ is doing. Everything we do, we want to point back to Christ. We want the gospel to be what's famous. We want the gospel to be what is highlighted. We want the gospel to be at the top of our importance on everything. Um, and so tonight, we're going to work through some of the stuff we have going on and um, some of the exciting things coming up this year, some things that will come out next year. And as we grow and build um, this plan, uh, if you will, for, for missions here, uh, I want you to know that those three things drive that, that everything is based on the gospel. Um, you know, we want to make sure we're, we're faithful and we're setting it up to, for people to succeed and to not be able to come in and, and be thwarted. And then we also want to know that um, we're not here to please men, we're here to please God and serve God. Um, And so, uh, really important in knowing that um, what's coming out in uh, in missions here. And so, again, as a missions team, as us at Solid Rock, everyone here in the room, everyone here on Sunday, um, I want you to know what we're doing uh, for the different aspects uh, here in our culture. Whether it's local, you'll hear me talk about local, national, and ends of the earth. And that's what we refer to people groups or international. Um, I want to start with local. ...and talk a little bit about what we have going on uh, in local. And right now we have two co-leaders that are helping out with that. We have the Lopez's, Justin and Ivy, and then we have David... Um, who have stepped in, and um, they are co-leading this effort we have to spread the gospel within the local community that we have here in Tarrant County. Um, whether it's serving in a homeless shelter, um, you know, whether it's serving out in, uh, in the community, uh, July 4th that we did last year, uh, or if it's having like a community-wide movie night, the things that we plan in local, we want to be strategic and we want to plan it in a fashion that we are, we are literally saying, hey, we want to get the gospel to the people who don't know it here in our local community. We want to, basically, you hear on Sunday mornings, we'll say our goal is to introduce you to Jesus, right? That's what we're wanting. We want to set up these efforts so that the people who don't or haven't accepted Christ or don't know Christ or or those who think they have, and and whatever the scenario may be, it doesn't matter, we want the gospel spotlighted here locally. Um, And we do that through a couple areas. We do that through community outreach, um, and so talking about our homeless shelter, the Super Bowl party, you got to hear about was a part of our community outreach where we got to go set up and uh, and do some awesome things there. Uh, we're doing movie nights, July 4th. Those type of events are ma- big events that we want to reach particular people in our community and show that the gospel is the, the biggest need they have. And that's our goal. The biggest need you have is the gospel. Uh, we do that also through Greater Things, and it's changed slightly. I'm excited about where this is heading. Um, Greater Things, we, we're ultimately eventually going to have two events a year. Greater things spring, greater things winter. Um, And so both of those events are going to be reaching out to the community here, right here, around where our church is, within a certain mile radius. Um, We're going to be helping with code compliance stuff, helping with things around the house, things that need to get done. But we're also going to be um, putting together, uh, you're going to hear more about this later this year, I'm real excited, but a Christmas opportunity for families who are in need um, and don't have the money um, and they, they don't grasp what Christmas is about. Um, and you hear that's a passion here for the staff to know. And so we want to make sure you know, hey, the Christmas is about the gospel. We want to meet your needs, but we ultimately want to meet the need that you have. And so um, lots of things going on here in uh, local events. And so I'm excited about what David, uh, Justin, and Ivy are bringing to the table. Um, and these are things for us as a team to rally around them as leaders um, and help to be able to facilitate and help to get pulled together and have happen. Um there's a lot of information you're getting thrown your way right now too. And make sure and write qu- questions down at the end of the service. Uh I want to be here available. The missions uh leaders will be available for you as well to answer any questions you have. Um again, I just want to go through and, and share with what's going on and be responsible with your time here. National um is a big one. So on a national front, um we're doing a couple of things. We're setting money aside every month to be prepared for disaster relief. And so you hear these storms that come through. Um, you hear of what's happening and there's big needs. And so we want to be faithful and set money aside because it's in the midst of those needs. Again, we can stress the need that the people have. And you'll hear that that over and over again. That's the idea. It's of what is the need? The need is the gospel. Ultimately, end all, that's what you need now we want to come in and, and meet some of your temporary needs while expressing the importance of the eternal need. And so um, that's going to be carried out through disaster relief. You know That's going to be carried out through um, our partnership with ch- different churches within the nation. Um, one of those is Flint, Michigan. Uh, Flint, Michigan has, uh, right now you've heard a few statistics from us, but has one of the highest crime rates in the country, if not the highest, and this is off the CIA database, um, highest prostitution rate, drug rate, um, anything that's going on right now. Um, in the illegal sense and terms, it's one of the worst spots to be, one of the highest poverty rates. There's a local church in Flint, Michigan, and their goal is this, is to sit down and one block at a time meet the need, the eternal need, introduce people to the gospel, and watch it transform lives one block at a time, and ultimately transforming lives for the city. That's the goal, right? So what they're doing is they're intentionally training and raising people up in their church Right now, to step into a block situation, have two families per block. And their whole goal for those two families is to reach out to that one block for the gospel. Barbecues, block parties, um, they've got so many creative ideas. Uh, One of the other ideas is planting an actual uh, garden because poverty is so high there. Um, Meeting needs that way. But at the end of the day, that's their goal. They want to spread the gospel to that one block. Um, and by breaking it down that way, they found that it seems more attainable uh, and it gives a higher sense of focus. And then each block as we move on and grow, you'll again start impacting the city as a whole. And so our role is that uh, in that is we get to come up on a yearly basis, whether it's once a year, twice a year, whatever we can kind of st- you know strategically put together so everyone can be a part of it. We get to come out and help remodel those houses. We get to help. Uh, Encourage and and pour into those people that are on the block already. Um, Right now, this this year in July, we're taking a trip up there and um, we've already helped facilitate. Um, We've paid for and given the money um, to the church to finish out an entire house, Um, and they have uh, the family living there right now. We're getting email updates um and so we want to come in they have another house that they want to buy to give you an idea of flint michigan they're buying a three-bedroom two-bath house on the corner lot right sounds prime right here um they're getting it for about thirteen hundred and eighty dollars all in right now don't go moving up to flint um but they're they're getting right now their poverty rate they're they're everything in the income there is so messed up um they're getting these houses which is a blessing for them because they can afford to step in and buy this house so we're going to go down there, and we're going to take a team, and we're going to work. And our goal is to try to get that house as far along as we can um, and ready for a second family to move in. That way they, they've got support. Uh, you know, I want to read the email to you that I got from them. Uh, I'm not going to do that up here. Um, afterwards, come find me because um, I want you to hear what's going on. But basically their first night there um, was a complete wreck. I mean, a car pushed three, three houses down, a guy that hit it. Um, you know, drunk and uh, gunshots and all these things. This was the first night the family um, was there. And I don't say that to, to, to put any fear out there. I say that because their response was they know that God has called them there and God is going to protect them because that's where the gospel is needed. And the gospel supersedes their own fear or their own needs. And that was the, that was what they walked away with. No matter what's going on here, the need, the gospel is more important than anything else that's going on. Is more important than anything that they have personally. And that's, again, what we're driving here, um, Solid Rock, and we want to be able to support that. So we're going to go up July uh, 27th through August 3rd. And uh, hopefully bringing a team, our missions team, you guys up there with us to be able to step in and help facilitate this second house and get it ready. They already have another family um, that's almost at the point where they're ready to move in. And so by us stepping in and doing this, it's going to help facilitate spreading the gospel in that block a lot quicker. Um, And then, of course, next year we'll be able to move to the next block and so on. Um, Just for uh, so you know, we're one block off of um, the highest uh, prostitution rate. Uh, in the country is is a block over on these apartment complexes. And so think of the opportunity. There's a need that's not being met there, right? And so we can come in and share that need, the need that they need, the gospel. Um, so we have a lot going on on the national level. We don't have any co-leaders for, for our national stuff right now. Um, you know, we're, we're waiting and we're praying that God's going to raise up some of our missions team members here, uh, in our church to step up and say, Hey, we want to be able to come in and help co-lead the national stuff that we have going on disaster relief. I'm passionate about it. Um, you know, this, uh, Flint, Michigan sounds great. I want to come in and be the point um, person for that. So, um, those are needs we have and we know it's going to happen, but that's not going to, we're not going to let those needs stop us from sharing the gospel and heading up there. Um, so we're excited to be able to go up to Flint, uh, this year. Uh, the, the second or third part of what we're doing in missions is ends of the earth. And you'll hear us um, say the terms. And, and John Piper kind of breaks it up this way. There's domestic ministries and frontier missions. And so I would, I would reference the, the Philippines and what we're doing with our family on a mission. Um, those are our frontier missions. These are, these are intentionally reaching out to find those tribes, those people who have never heard the gospel, or those people where the, the gospel, the people who know Christ, the percentage is so low and they need help spreading the word where they're at um, for us to come alongside and partner with them. And so like like I was talking about earlier with the time length we've committed to Flint, Michigan for three years. Um, again, we want to make sure we're there and we're supporting them and they know we're there for the long haul. Ultimately, we want to make sure that the gospel we're sharing, um, we're being responsible with that. And we're, we're sharing that gospel and then we're making sure we're available and we're helping partner with them so that nothing gets challenged or or uh, thwarted by anyone. Same thing with the Philippines. We're going to go out for the next three years um, and commit to this uh, Bamata team is the or the Bamata region uh, is where we are at. It's three tribes um, that are in one area, and the chieftain. Uh, it's neat. It's really neat how God brings everything everything together. Um, the chieftain uh, is a believer. He actually was a missionary in country missionary uh, trained. And he has come back to his homeland, and he is, feels like God has given him a burden to share Christ with where he grew up. And uh, and so what's neat about that is this. The chieftain has the final say in everything. So to have a believer that's got the final say in everything um, is amazing, uh, right? We don't have to go in, and um, if we're sending money or if we're, we're showing up to help out, we don't have to worry about last-minute stuff. I mean, he gets the final say, and everyone respects him in that position, um, but he has three tribes in his area, his 250 square mile or square kilometer um, area um, that he's trying to reach out. Three tribes spread out there, and the and the percentage of people who know Christ versus who's living there is very small, um, and he's needing help. So we've come alongside. We did a trip last year you heard about, um, and we've come alongside and said, hey, we're going to commit to you for the next three years. We're going to come up and help help build schools. We're going to bring teams up that literally what they do is they trek throughout the rainforest, throughout the, everything out there to go find these people who've never heard Christ and to offer up to them the need, the, the, the need that they have. Um, a lot of people out there, uh, there's no work. Um, food is hard to come by. It's whatever they do as a tribe. Um, that's what they have. Rice uh, is really big out there. And so there's a lot of needs um, that are out there. But again, we get to come alongside and be a part of sharing um, the thing that has changed our life. Um, and so as a missions team at Solid Rock um, you guys get to play a part of that you guys get to come out and meet people who've never heard of Christ before think of that think of when you accepted Christ in your life think of the impact and the life change that it had and think of God using you as a tool to be able to share that with someone else that's powerful that's powerful stuff so Philippines for the next three years we're working really hard um, to see where we're going to be at after that Um, But until then, we're committed to go down there at least once a year uh, and spend, you know, a week and a half um, really pouring out, helping build things up uh, in their community and helping teach them basics that they need to know. They need to know how to farm. So we're going to, through farming, we're going to teach them the importance of Christ and the gospel. Um, And it's a really, um, again, a really exciting opportunity. Uh, The last thing that I would share is the family on a mission. I'm not going to talk a lot about that tonight. Uh, Probably one of my uh, favorite things that I get to, um, be a part of, that God has asked me to be a part of, is us as Solid Rock being able to send ultimately a family and fully support them 100% on the frontier mission field somewhere. Um, these are the things that, that your, your, your Solid Rock missions leaders are setting up in place for the next several years. These are the things that you as a team get to be a part of. Um, you know, these are the things that you get to come in and contribute. Um, guys, Everyone has giftings, and and I know um, we've gone through that as a a church, and you hear that. um, You all have different things to contribute. And so one of the things to contribute is figuring out how do you plug in your gifting um, and to be able to ultimately share the gospel. That's our call. That's our goal is to share that gospel. And so uh, we have a lot of things going on. Um, We have a lot of um, things that we have needs for, uh, a lot of things that you guys can contribute and step in and fulfill that I can't do. Um, the Brays can't do. Wiggins, you know, uh, right now the Brays and the Wiggins kind of co-lead our international stuff. and that's that who steps up and, and we'll talk about the Brays in a second. We're excited about what's going on, but you know we're fixing to lose the brays uh, you know, for a good thing, uh, to a good good, worthwhile, obviously, gospel's a good cause, right? <laughs> to lose them to. So we're losing them to this. but there's needs where you guys can step in and help fill those gaps and help be leaders for the team that we are here at Solid Rock. So um, tonight, that was the big emphasis. I wanted you guys to know what we're doing in missions. Um, Flint, Michigan's coming up, and uh, we need you. We need you out there. Um, We need you out there to be able to share the gospel. We need you out there to help rebuild, um, to meet needs. Uh, We need you to be a part of that, because without you guys, there's no team. (laughs) The team is not the four or five or six of us or the staff. Uh, You know That's not the team. The gospel has been entrusted to you as a believer. Once you received it, you were entrusted to share it. Um, so I, I want to be able to share that um, and challenge you guys to be praying through that. Uh, that that is your calling. That is what God has called you to do. Uh, there's a verse that I want to I want to read through here tonight, and um, I want you to be praying about how you can you plug in and how as a team member can you be a part of this. And um, you know while. We're grateful uh, for anyone who can plug in financially. I want to make it clear tonight that that's awesome, but I need you plugged in physically and financially. <laughs> uh, physically is more important, right? I think God's going to take care of the rest for us, but I really want each and every person here um, to plug in uh, long term and see what's going on uh, with the missions and be a part of our team member, um, our, our team here. So uh, I want you to join the team. Um, I want to share a verse with you, and this verse is, uh, is real important uh, to, to me and to what we do. And again, if you want to underline or highlight or memorize, um, whatever you need to. But Acts 20, uh, uh, Acts 20, 24. And the importance for me in this and where this ties in is, again, all of this is driven by the gospel. All of this is driven by the fact that Christ came to deliver us from a, the present evil in our age, right? So Acts 20, 24. But I do not account my life of any value nor is precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. I'm going to read that again to you. But I do not account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. And so of everything I'm talking about tonight, of everything that's here and all the opportunities we have going on, the biggest thing that we need, need you for is we need you testifying to that gospel, that grace that you were saved by. That You can go out and share that to people who don't know it. And we're, we want to provide as many avenues for that as possible, but ultimately it's you on a daily basis. That's it's your job. It's not ours. It's not the church building. It's the church family to go out and share that and in a second we're going to do communion and and i've asked daniel bray is uh, on the mission team you guys know him and he and his wife and i've asked him to facilitate communion but what more beautiful of a symbol taking time to remember what christ did for us and then relating that to people who don't know that that was done for them who don't know the stress they're, they're covered with stress they're covered with bills and they're overtaken by things, and they don't know that there's a, there's a Savior out there. They don't know that there's a gospel that wants to free them from that. And so tonight we're going to do communion, and, um, and then we want to do some more worship. Um, but I want to pray right now that God would continue speaking to you about what your role is. Because at the end of tonight, it's, it's, you to, it's your decision. It's what you feel God is calling you. What role are you going to play as a team, right? So I want you to focus on those verses. We're going to pray right now, and then we're going to do some communion. And I want you to know, guys, there's a lot going on. Come talk to me afterwards. Um, I want to be able to answer any questions you might have.